You're listening to the Fired Up Podcast Network. Let's get fired up. This is Fired Up Browns Podcast with your host, Daniel Garrett, and we are back for part two of our strengths and weaknesses on the Browns roster for the upcoming season. To recap, we are going to be going over the strengths and weaknesses for this season and this season only. We'll go into a little bit of what the depth and stuff can look like going into the future on a couple of these However, we're really just focusing on them being a weakness for this season. For example, we're not taking contracts into consideration. We will go over it as we review the players that are a part of either the strength or weakness. For example, if there's an upcoming free agent, we will talk about him having his impending free agency after this year and what his future could be with the team. However, his future and impending free agency does not affect whether the unit is a strength or a weakness for the Browns. The only thing that matters is the players that are on the roster right now for this season and how they will perform this season. Another example would be having a rookie or younger players that are promising, but they will not necessarily positively impact the position group this season because you don't expect major production out of rookies. To recap the strengths from last episode, the strengths for the Browns were the offensive line, both starting and backup, because they had quality depth in positions where they could fill in. They had a couple young guys that are developmental, and then they had a extremely good starting lineup of Jedrick Wills, Joel Petonio, J.C. Treader, Wyatt Teller, and Jack Conklin. They also had a strength of running backs and having the combination of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, both the versatility that Hunt provides. Nick Chubb's extremely, extremely good rushing ability and the fact that Kareem Hunt can do a little bit of both. You can play them both together. That factored into that being a strength. And then the secondary, having a lot of good quality players that can compete for starting positions and then the rest of them will become death positions at death depth players at corner and also having three quality safeties, including a very good top 10 caliber safety in John Johnson and having some developmental guys behind them. So those were the three strengths. And today we'll be going over weaknesses for the Browns by position group. So let's get into it. The first weakness for the Browns is their interior defensive line. They have some better players than they had last year in Billings and Jackson. They're going to be a slight upgrade over Ogunjobi and Sheldon Richardson, mainly because of having a true one-tech in Billings and still having that pass-rushing option in Malik Jackson. However, they just aren't good yet. It's just a group that can get you by. It's not a group that will actually be super productive in terms of both stat-wise and in terms of 
actually fulfilling their job. However, this was a common theme here where you have a lot of these lower value defensive positions that the Browns have tried to avoid spending high capital on with the exception being linebacker Jeremiah was in this past draft. Other than that, all their picks have been third round or later, and they've also just not spent a ton of money in free agency on this. So their starters, again, Billings and Jackson. Behind them, you have Jordan Elliott, a second-year player out of Missouri. They also have Tommy Togiai, a rookie out of Ohio State, who was a fourth-round selection, as I believe Elliott was as well. And then... Marvin Wilson was a undrafted free agent out of Florida State. He has his issues, doesn't provide much as a pass rusher, going to be more of a true one-tech, and really had some off-field concerns as well in terms of effort. But when you really get him going, you can be a quality player for them, especially for being an undrafted free agent. They also took a chance on Malik McDowell, a former second-round pick. I believe he was 38th overall pick in the 2017 NFL draft. Might have to check that, but I believe that is correct. So took a chance on Malik McDowell, a versatile player that can move up and down the line, and then they also have Sheldon Day as a depth player. I would assume that those first six players make the roster for the active roster. They just don't really have anybody that jumps off the page as a splash player. They have a lot of young guys with potential that are very unproven. Elliott didn't play a ton last year. Tokyo and Wilson are rookies. McDowell hasn't played in the NFL. So, because he had off-field issues as well. So, you're really looking at a lot of inexperience and then... A lot of guys that just haven't been great. Billings is a one-year contract guy who is coming off of the COVID-19 list, hasn't played for the Browns previously with the Bengals, was a quality player for the Bengals and played next to Geno Atkins there. But he just had a year off. He hasn't done it with the Browns yet, so it's a bit of an unknown. You expect him to be a good player, though. Expect him to provide some quality there as a one-tech and hopefully help in the run game, but won't add a ton as a pass rusher. Malik, McJa- Malik Jackson excuse me, should provide more of that pass rush, but will struggle a bit in the run game. So you have a little yin and yang there, but you just don't really have this any guy that just is a really good player. You just don't have that really good player. You have a few guys there, good later mid-round swings, to take and low risk swings to take. And even with Togi and Wilson, they haven't shown a lot as pass rushers. So you're not expecting them to be high caliber players, but they have the potential to be that Andrew Billings type where they're a good run defender. So really what you're looking at is you're taking swings to try to get Average production out of this group at a extremely low cost is what they're trying to do here. And that just makes it weakness on a very good team. It's not necessarily... I wouldn't say this is the worst defensive tackle position group in the league. I just do not believe that it's up to the standards of the rest of the roster. And if they have a falling, a failing point, it's... On defense, it's most likely going to be either here or at linebacker, which is what we'll get to next. 
As I said just there before, the next group up is linebacker position. Currently starters slated are Sione Takitaki at Sam, Anthony Walker at Mike, and Jacob Phillips at Will. Sam meaning strong side, Will meaning weak side, and Mike being middle. But you're really looking here at Typically going to only have two of those guys out on the field. Takitaki isn't going to play a lot. Takitaki is best when he can get up on the line. Rush passer, he isn't great as a pass def- as a coverage defender. He is going to be more efficient as a run defender and blitzing as well. But he just doesn't provide enough to keep him out on the field. And especially when you drafted a guy in Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa out of Notre Dame in the second round. They traded up from 59 to 52 to select him. So they should expect a lot out of him. I don't expect him to be a day one starter. I expect him to slowly get worked into the defense, be used as a versatile matchup piece. You can have him in your dime looks, eventually get him in as a nickel linebacker, and just really look to use him as what he was at Notre Dame, a move piece, a matchup piece. He isn't necessarily going to be someone that you really want out on your more athletic slots, but he can perhaps play a bit against your big slots when you face a team that is using that. Maybe when you have a team flex out a tight end, you can use them in that way. You can use them in zone coverage. He is going to have to work on some of his stuff, some of his zone drops. He doesn't necessarily do great as a run defender at either. So he has work to do before you can really trust him to be playing at a full-time basis. But hopefully he can eventually take over that starting Will spot. And also you have Phillips who has Mike Will versatility. Phillips played his best game of the season last year at Mike. And you have Anthony Walker who is a very talented player. Anthony Walker recently hurt his knee. MRI came out good, should be able to get back for the beginning of the season. So you're not really worried about him long-term there with that knee injury. It should be fine, but you do have him out now. So maybe during the preseason here, we can get looks of Phillips at that Mike spot and Jeremiah Cormo at the will. You also have an experienced will linebacker and Malcolm Smith. Malcolm Smith can play in multiple spots. Very smart guy has played multiple spots in the past. Hopefully he can be a veteran leader in this position group along with Anthony Walker. And he is just the veteran presence. He lacks the athleticism, but he does have the mental capacity to play linebacker in the NFL. So even though you have that decreased athleticism, you still get a capable player because of his football IQ. And then there is Mac Wilson, who is the exact opposite of that. You have all the physical traits in the world you could ever want. Not 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 elite physical traits, but you have enough physical traits to be able to be a quality NFL player, and he just has not been. He does not have the mental capacity for it. He has at least not shown the mental capacity for it. However, reports out camp have him being a very quality player in training camp so far. So it's definitely someone to keep the our eyes on here. But he is in a battle to make the active roster because he provides absolutely nothing on special teams, which is shocking because at Alabama, he did. And he has not in the NFL. So he either needs to beat someone out as a starter 
one of Taki Taki or Walker, or he needs to be a special teams contributor. He cannot be on this roster if he is not a starting linebacker and he is not a special teams player. That just does not work, especially when you have behind him fifth-round pick, I believe, Tony Fields, came out of West Virginia, is very undersized, has a lot of issues in terms of being a run defender. However, he is a perfect Jeremiah Wusakoromo insurance package. Should he get hurt, he can do a lot of the same things, just not as well. Why one went in the second round and could have been a first-round pick would it not have been for a heart condition that was found at the Combine. And the other went in the fifth round with no medical conditions. So you have to think about that in terms of that. But he can be a quality special teams player because he is rather athletic. He is a good size to do that as well. You really look at linebackers being highly, highly capable special teams players because they can tackle, they're still athletic enough to run, and they're big enough to take on blocks down the field and just are used to that sort of pursuit as well, especially when you're looking at being on the punt team, being on kickoff, those sorts of things. You have this linebacker group, and tight ends are the same way, where they're the big enough size to handle being out there, but they also are athletic enough to be able to move. So their being in between is very, very important for special teams. And that is why a player like Elijah Lee has a chance to make this roster on the active roster because he is a great special teams player. Now, he isn't going to give you much as an actual linebacker, but if you're rostering six, the likelihood of you playing all six is very low. You need your four through six to be special teams players. You really need four through six and need to all contribute on special teams. Maybe you carry seven, but most likely you're going to carry six, especially given how much they want to play in nickel and dime. You're only going to want to carry six linebackers, and those three backup linebackers that don't start, and preferably one of your starters that's coming off field a lot, are playing special teams because you want those guys to play special teams. So Elijah Lee has a shot just because he is an, a really, really good special teams player. So he is definitely someone to keep your eye on, beating out a Mac Wilson or a Tony Fields for that last spot on the roster. So really... It's going to be tough, and you need Mac Wilson to step up that part of his game because, as it looks, he's not going to beat out any of these guys. He just hasn't been as productive as these guys. Even Jacob Phillips, who hasn't played a ton, has been better in the reps that he's gotten and has shown more. He hasn't been this con super consistent player, but he's just shown more flashes than Mac Wilson, who just not only hasn't been consistent, but he also just hasn't shown flashes either. So really you're looking at, you have a top four that are really locked in. Taki Taki, Walker, Phillips, Owusu-Koromoa. Malcolm Smith is probably making this roster, given that they did bring him back on a one-year deal. I doubt they bring him back in the future, but he is probably going to make the roster this year. So really you're looking at those three guys of Wilson, Fields, and Lee trying to make the roster. And the reason this isn't a strength, and this is in the weakness category, is because despite the fact that having this three-player position battle for what is probably one, maybe two spots, 
we're having this over guys that just haven't done anything. It's not like other positions on team where we've had guys who have flashed. These guys are a late-round pick, a special teams player, and a guy that has sucked. So that's one of the things that shows that this is a weakness. Malcolm Smith is not nearly the player he used to be. He's our LB5, which is a big change from last year when he was a starter, but he's still not good. Jeremiah Wuzakoromoa is a rookie. A rookie. Do not expect anything out of him. You cannot go into the season expecting things out of rookies. It just typically does not work out. And the good thing is he isn't a starter. Because in previous Browns years, we would have a fifth-round pick. We would have Tony Fields and have to throw him in as a starter. So it's a we're a long ways away from that, thankfully. But this is still weakness because we're still at the point where we have guys that are inconsistent players starting. Jacob Phillips has flashed. He's currently a starter. If he gets beat out at the will spot, it's probably Wusakoromoa, a rookie. If Takitaki gets beat out, it could be Wilson Smith. I doubt it. Takitaki has major flaws. He can't cover anybody. He can't cover a grandma. Okay? He is not good at coverage. And he is a starter. Now, to be fair, he's going to be off the field most of the passing downs. So he probably isn't going to be asked to cover a lot of people anyways. But... Preferably, you would like a guy that could. And Anthony Walker, quality player, not good in coverage. He's fine in coverage. I wouldn't classify him as good in coverage. He's fine, good run defender, and is really someone that can be out on the field with that Jeremiah Wusakoromoa type and be a very productive complement there. That's his ideal role for this Browns defense. However, we can't rely on Wusakoromoa to be out there as a rookie. Now, year two, year three. Anthony Walker next to Jeremiah Wusakoromoa, that's a pretty good linebacker core right there. However, the fact is, they're relying on a rookie to be that. Phillips hasn't shown that. Phillips, I believe, is probably best as a Mike. Takitaki can't cover anyone, and he's been inconsistent in his role as a Sam. Smith is old, can't move. Wilson has not done anything in his career to give anyone any hope of him ever being an NFL caliber player. Not even a starting NFL caliber player, an NFL caliber player. He just has not done it yet. Tony Fields, rookie, don't know what to expect out of him. Elijah Lee, just a special teams player. So this room just doesn't have it. They have Anthony Walker. That's it. You know what Anthony Walker is? He's a quality Mike. Jeremiah Wusakoromoa, probably going to be good, but he's a rookie. We don't know. He could bust. A lot of players, a lot of high draft picks, bust all the time. You can't rely on them to be actually an important part of a team. Malcolm Smith, we know what he is. He's old. He is old. Old, old, old. He is a grandpa. Takitaki could not cover him. So, you just have nothing to rely upon, and... It isn't the worst group in the world. It is a major upgrade from last year. Having Walker, having a Wusukoromoa, having a healthy Phillips. These are all things that are great. You're upgrading from what, from having Goodson and Smith out there to having Walker, Phillips, and Wusukoromoa. Major upgrade. It just isn't enough yet. It, they need to invest more in this position. Now, if a Wusukoromoa works out, 
you're probably fine because you don't use Sam a lot, especially if you want to play base nickel, play a lot of dime. You're not going to use that Sam position a lot. It's probably all right to not have the best player there. Taki Taki is probably good enough if you have a Wusukora Moa work. So this is a weakness because they are relying on a rookie to work, which makes the position group a weakness, especially on this team that has a good secondary. They have a great O-line. They have good quality depth at receiver. They, they, It could be better, but, hey, they have really good depth. They go five, six deep there. Quality players should get something out of them. Running back's been very good, and you have a quality quarterback as well. So you're really looking at a team with not a lot of holes. So having a team that may be passable at linebacker just isn't good enough at this point. In past years, it would have been good enough. This linebacker group last year, maybe this is a good enough linebacker group to where they can stop the Chiefs a little bit more. Maybe this defensive line, probably not going to help them in terms of that. But this linebacker group, maybe they beat the Chiefs because of the upgrade at the linebacker group just from last year of what we know right now. even. But you're still not winning a Super Bowl. And the goal of this is to win a Super Bowl. This linebacker group, is relying on Jeremiah Wusukormo, a rookie, who I love. I love Jeremiah Wusukormo. I think he's going to be great. But he is a rookie, and you don't know that. He could bust. And if he busts, this linebacker group sucks. If he doesn't bust, it's a pretty good linebacker group, especially that starting combination of Walker and Wusukormo, having Phillips sub in some for Walker. You have some okay depth then if that works out in Phillips and Smith and whoever that six linebacker ends up being you don't have the worst depth at that point but this is all reliant on Ouzukoromoa hitting and not just hitting and being like okay starting will this is him being a matchup just chess piece just being able to move him all over the place being able to have him fill any role you want and just being the super versatile athlete that we all thought he was in the draft this past year coming out in Notre Dame. If that works, great. If not, this linebacker group is not good. So we're relying on a rookie, and I'm not a fan of that. If he hits this linebacker group next year, is not going to be on the weaknesses. That's for sure. It's definitely not going to be in this weakness category if it hits. That'll do it for us today on Fired Up Browns. Just to recap what we went over, in the first episode we went over the strengths, which are offensive line running back and secondary, and today we went over the weaknesses, which were defensive tackle and linebacker. Defensive tackle, you really just don't have a dominant player. You're relying a lot on young players for your death positions, and you're taking a risk on Malik McDowell as well, and it's just a lot of risk and nothing really proven in terms of high caliber production and also you're not getting any proven depth either so you have okay probably average ish starters but you don't have a dominant player there at either of those positions and your depth is just absolutely unproven linebacker we just went on a bit of a rant there you don't have the proven guy there you have walker who is a steady 
veteran piece there at Mike. And outside of that, you're really relying on a lot of young players stepping up into roles that they either haven't done before or have been inconsistent in doing. And you're relying on that inconsistency to become a non-factor. So those are their two positions of weaknesses. Again, they're not as bad as they've had in previous seasons at those positions. They've been, they've upgraded those positions. However, it's still not good enough. It's not at the point where the rest of the roster is. So we will be back next week with more Fired Up Browns. You can check out other Fired Up podcasts on the Fired Up Podcast Network. Fired Up NFL Draft, hosted by me and Mitchell Wolf. You can also check out Fired Up Sports Betting and Fired Up Wrestling. You can also check out other team-related podcasts. Fired Up Giants, Fired Up Titans, Fired Up Broncos, and Fired Up Titans. Let's get fired up.